Hi there, welcome to the CIT Tips Podcast. Hi there everybody, so my name is Noah Struthers. My name is Devin Hill. And today we're going to be talking about the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. Uh, so, I guess, uh, Devin, do you want to start off with the uh, PS5? Yeah, I'll read a list of specs off for the PlayStation 5. Um, its CPU has 8 cores, it is a Zen 2 with 3.5 GHz processing. Its GPU runs at 10 teraflops at 2.23 gigahertz. It has 16 gigabytes of DDR6 memory and comes with a custom 825 gigabyte solid state drive. Okay. If you want to talk about the Xbox Series X specs. Yeah, so, um, I mean, most of the specs for the PS5, uh, the Series X isn't that different. Um, I think the big thing is the internal storage um, where it has a terabyte while the PS5 has 825 gigabytes again that I mean that's the difference between one two video games uh, so for example those two video games could turn out to be the ones that you really like and that you play the most and you want to be able to install those on the PS5 just because of the fact that you want to have enough room um, so the big thing is too with the uh, Series X um, you know you talk about the optical drive so uh obviously when it comes down to the ps5 um i think the xbox series x has an advantage in that because they have an optical drive on both the lower priced uh the 400 dollar uh series s console and the 500 dollars series x the higher priced um but devin do you want to explain why they have kind of an advantage on that one i actually think the playstation has somewhat of an advantage only because the xbox series s is marginally weaker than both the PlayStation 5 and the Series X. Even though it has <clears throat> it has an optical drive, it doesn't really matter. And when you can get a console of the same power as that, or even better, for $400 with the PlayStation 5, it's the optical drive does make a big difference, but that's only if you have physical games from the previous generation. And considering most of us are coming out of the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One, a lot of us had um, digital games there because buying physical games kind of went out of style in the past couple of years. So having a physical drive isn't as important to most people. Okay, I mean that's I mean it's a pretty good stance on that. Uh, I know for me, uh, I, I've always been a physical games person. I've always had like the discs for all the games I bought. Uh, I didn't I didn't really buy digitally. Um, so I know for me personally, uh, for those type of people that had the same thing um they're gonna want to have an optical drive to insert those games um i know one thing with the series x is that they have a little bit better of a backwards capability than the ps5 in my view uh just because both of them do have backwards compatibility but um the series x has slightly more games when it comes to those older consoles like the 360 games um uh, I, I don't know exactly what the uh, PS3 to PS5 backwards capability is. Um, you might be able to elaborate on that, Devin. I, I'm not too sure. Backwards compatibility on PlayStation has always been a problem. It's very difficult to play older games if you're a PlayStation fan because for the most part you can only play a generation back. So on the PlayStation 5, you can put PS4 discs in, but PS3 games are very hard to play on a PlayStation 5. Sometimes you can get them on the digital marketplace, but I don't believe it'll read a PS3 disc. Mm -hmm. And anything before that, 
you can't really play unless you have, I think the PlayStation 3 was the last time they did backwards compatibility all the way back to the original PlayStations. Yeah, I, um, I remember when I had, um, uh, I've had an Xbox for uh, three generations now because I'm going to be getting that Series X, um, I believe. And um, So when I had the 360, though, when I was younger, um, I remember uh, I used to play a lot of those games, and then when they upgraded into the uh, Xbox One, uh, I liked I, I loved being able to take those games and play them still on the uh, on the console with better graphics and uh, better features on there. Um, it was really nice. And then I remember uh, I, I had friends that had the you know the PS3, then they got the PS4, and they had issues sometimes you know kind of taking some of those older games and and porting them in uh, the PS4. I mean, I, I'm not sure if that ever happened to you or, or not. Uh, I've always been an Xbox guy. I had the 360 and the Xbox One. I only got a PlayStation 4 last year, or maybe two years ago. And then I got the PlayStation 5 when it launched. But, mm. yeah, PlayStation 4 didn't have amazing backwards compatibility. And the 5 is also very lacking. You can play almost the entire PlayStation 4 um, library, but... It's past that you can't really play much. I I would definitely agree. Um, so speaking of games, though, let's let's maybe uh, try and move into some of the the games that are going to be coming with these consoles. For example, uh, let's look at some of the exclusives that are coming. Uh, well, I guess we could start with the the PS Five. Uh, if you want to start with that, Devin. Well, the major ones for me have been Spider Man Miles Morales and Demon Souls. Mm -hmm. I've yet to play Demon's Souls, but I plan on it eventually. Miles Morales, which is only playable on PlayStation 5. You can play it on PlayStation 4 as well at a lower quality, but it is a very, very good game and one of the better exclusives out of this entire generation at launch. I and there's also a free game that comes with the console, Astro's Playroom, which is kind of like an old, old school platformer. And that is also a very good game. I don't know if Xbox even had any exclusives when it launched, unless there was some smaller games. But if you know any of them, I would um, I would definitely say uh, this is one area where the Xbox uh, definitely lacks um, exclusive games. When I was doing research, both on this and when I had been doing research uh, when they were first coming out. I, I couldn't really find a lot of exclusive games for the uh, Series X. I think I found, um, the biggest one I found in my opinion was Microsoft Flight Simulator, but um, I own a, a, a you know a, a desktop that I can play that on. So for me, it was kind of disappointing when I was looking at the exclusive games. Sony definitely has a, a much better, much better selection of that. Um, I, I, I would have to agree with you there, Devin. Yeah. PlayStation is almost always ruled in the exclusive game category. Yeah, I, I remember uh, I was looking at the, uh, the Miles Morales, so that, that Spider-Man game you were talking about, and it was really good. So, um, um, so uh, one big thing, though, about these exclusives, um, I do have to point out, a lot of them can be played on, uh, on, on PC. Uh, some of them can't. Um, like, for example, I, I don't think Miles Morales, I don't think that is on Steam. I don't think you could play that on PC. The, most of the PlayStation exclusives aren't playable on 
other consoles. Yeah. You can stream them to PC, but you can't play them natively on a computer. Mm. Xbox, you can, depending on the game, if it's on the Game Pass and if it's compatible with PC. But they're most of the Game Pass library is starting to be uh, cross-compatible between console and PC. Yeah, I, I wanted to point out, too, on that... Um when you talk about the Xbox, um, you know, those ex- those games that they're launching with the console, um, just like with the Xbox One games, uh, you can play a lot of them on their Game Pass. Um, the only thing is, you do have to pay for that. Uh, I think it's $10 a month, and I think they're increasing the price even more. Um, In my opinion, that's a great deal. Yeah. Just to be able to play almost an entire catalog of console games. Uh, I remember uh, recently I saw on the news, I, th- I think this was actually now like a month or two ago at least, um, they were doubling the subscription price on it. Um, I used to have uh, Game Pass for a couple of months uh, just because I wanted to try some of that out. And um, when they s- doubled the, the subscription price, I was kind of like, I'm good with that. The plan to increase the subscription price, I believe that was ended up getting axed because the backlash from the community was so large. Yeah. So I'm, I believe they're keeping it the same. Might yeah. be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure they made an announcement almost a day later that yeah, was saying uh, that they've made a mistake with their price increase. Our uh, our assistant, uh, Bobby, actually just helped us out with, uh, he pulled up uh, the prices for us. So uh, I can tell you it's $10 a month for the, uh, the gold plan, and it's $15 a month for the ultimate plan for uh, Xbox. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, PlayStation, uh, do, they, do they have a similar model with that, or...? Um, someone, they have a catalog, I believe it's like 25 to 30 games that you can play from the PlayStation 4 mm-hmm. if you subscribe to PlayStation Plus, and they also give out between two and four games a month for free. Yeah. It's not as expansive a library, but I, as far as I'm concerned, I'm pretty sure they're increasing that library at some point, so they will most likely be more free games from the PlayStation 4 and 5. Yeah, um, again, I'm, I'm being pointed out too, um, when it comes to um, the price points and stuff, you mentioned they axed the plan uh, most likely to, to double the price. And um, I think the reason why they were gonna do that was because they had an idea of combining Xbox Live and Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not sure which plan they wanted to do that with, but to I'm me- I'm pretty sure they're merging it all into Game Pass. To, to me, that seems stupid. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be honest. Uh, it seems stupid. They, the argument was that most people don't want Game Pass. They either want Game Pass or they want Xbox Live. They're not going to want both at the same time. Keeping them separated gives the consumer an option. And yeah. trying to force them to have both and pay extra Well, there's a difference fair. between when you talk about Game Pass, you know, you associate that with playing Xbox games on PC, which... You know, it's different than Xbox Live to me seems to be more used as, you know, oh, you can go play, like, for example, playing GTA, you can go play GTA online with Xbox Live, and, you know, yeah. you, you do all these things, and um, it's different than playing it on PC. Uh, so it seems stupid why they would combine that, but, you know. Um, so, I, I, we've kind of gone on to a little bit of a rant there uh, with all of that, but... Um, let's try and just keep this moving. Um, so well, let's talk about how this kind of compares to the previous generation of consoles. So how it compares to the PS4 and the uh, the Xbox One. 
Well, what, do you have any thoughts on how the PS5 kind of compares? Well, as of right now, being somebody who has played on both a PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 for probably about the same amount of time, the increasing visual quality has definitely been a plus. Um, I'm not... A lot of the exclusives on PlayStation 5 haven't interested me too much, so they're, they are great games, they're just not games I would go out of my way to play. So right now the problem has been trying to justify that purchase, because it seems to me that most games I could play on PlayStation 5, I could just play on my PlayStation 4. Yeah. But the load times are almost non-existent, the menu is very nice, and I, I think it is worth the purchase if you own a PlayStation 4 right now, especially with the library of exclusive games. Mm -hmm. I would definitely agree with that. I think both the Series S and the Series X offer a big, sufficient uh, upgrade over the Xbox One. Um, obviously, the big thing is when they revealed the specs, I remember looking at the GPU and saying, wow, you know, look, look at the 12 teraflops. I had never even heard that word. Like, it, it's such a, a big unit <laughs> of measurement when it comes to uh, how powerful that GPU is. Uh, compared to the Xbox One, it's, like, it, it's really, really powerful. Um, so, I, I mean, we have to talk about this. Um, it's, a, it's a big problem right now. Uh, it still is a problem months after launch. Um, the availability. So, um, it's a horrible problem. It yeah, shouldn't, it shouldn't be happening, but given the world's conditions, it's kind of you know you have to kind of give it a pass sometimes. Yeah, but I, it's it's been what almost six months, five six months, and I, they I, haven't been able to figure it out. I have expected, I, I expected it to be a problem. Like I expected availability to not be great, but I did not expect it so that it was like what what are, how many months are we out now? Like five six months after lunch mm -hmm. launch uh for this um so still people are not able to get it whenever new stocks uh come in um new shipments of ps5 or xbox series x they sell out i think almost within almost immediately they sell out it, it's kind of ridiculous yeah a lot of it is people going in the second the link goes live and buying them in bulk and then reselling them on eBay or any other reselling websites. And that whole idea of scalping has been a major point of contention and is causing a lot of issues, mainly because all that money that could be going to Sony or Xbox, it's just not going there anymore. It's going to a reseller who's now getting double for what he paid Look, I, I, I'm not encouraging scalping, and I would say it's a big problem. But what I would also say is it's going to happen when you don't have the supply, when you have, you know, people that basically have been sitting around trying to get their hands on one, you know, loading up all of the major websites, you know, Target, GameStop, you know, all of these places, and they still can't get it. It's kind of ridiculous um and i know uh, a big problem right now is the fact that uh they're kind of running out of materials to make some of the components in these consoles so i don't think this problem is going to be going away anytime soon either yeah it seems like 
it's going to plague the gaming industry for a while until they can kind of catch up between supply and demand. And I mean, considering how fast they sell out even to this day, that demand is not going anywhere. I yeah, I would definitely agree. Um, I know you know every everything's different because of the coronavirus. Obviously, like right now we're you know we're talking through masks and you know trying to stay social distance in in our school. And you know I I, I don't expect it to be easy uh, to manufacture these products, but it oh, it, it is really needs to exponentially more difficult to do this yeah. under these circumstances. So even getting the console to launch when it did and having the games available to launch was a feat in itself. So complaining about the availability is kind of, you know, a first world problem at this rate. Hmm. I, I, I would definitely agree. Um, I think that, um, you know, what, what needs to happen is uh, there, there needs to be some sort of, of kind of leeway. I think people need to be a little more patient I guess on it um, some people do um, and I think when it comes to buying these consoles um, you know y you gotta keep in mind that other people are waiting so don't go buying you know like five of them at a time or something and I suppose if you don't plan on reselling them I mean it's dirty to resell but I mean if you're gonna buy ten of them and just kind of hoard them yeah it's kind of insane yeah, I would agree um, you know uh, I guess we can kind of move into um, with everything that we've you know said about all of this um, that these consoles you know the specs the availability everything like that um, do you have a personal opinion on well I'm biased because I was able to get a PlayStation 5 rather early mm -hmm. and I've been using it for a couple months now okay. so I'm obviously going to say the PlayStation is the better console here. I mean, being close in specs to the Xbox, and I, I think the main thing is the games. Uh, like, the consoles are very similar, but having the edge and the ex exclusivity of games this early on is huge. Getting people on the console ready to buy more games in the coming years. And that's why I think... As of right now, the PlayStation 5 is better. I I would definitely say that, um, you know, we've obviously disagreed on a lot of a lot of the things that we've talked about uh, when it comes to specs and you know the optical drive thing and all that. Um, but I would agree. I I would agree that the PS5 has an edge overall compared to the Xbox. And this is coming from somebody who's had an Xbox console in their home for the past 14, 15 years. So. I would say the PS5 has an edge just because, again, the exclusive games. Um, the specs, in my opinion, they still aren't as good as the Xbox Series X, but they're still exponentially better than any other console that's been out there. Yeah, no matter what you pick, you can't really go wrong. It's yeah. just a matter of what games you like. If you're more of a retro guy then looking back and being able to play the Xbox and the Xbox 360 games might interest you more than just playing games from the past two generations on a PlayStation 5. Mm. Personally, if I were to get an Xbox Series X, it would mostly just be for the backwards compatibility. 
I would, you know, I definitely agree. Um, so, uh, actually, um, you know what, I, I think let's get our, the opinion of our assistant. What, what console would you prefer, Bobby? Well, I don't really play on consoles that much, but in my household, mostly an Xbox family, we've had since the Xbox 360, we don't have the Xbox One X yet, or I don't know if we'll get it. I'm not going to use it. So, I'm biased. I would probably say Xbox. I've never actually played on a PlayStation in my life. So, this is very biased towards a very distant one. Okay, so, so there we have it. I think, so we have one person here for the Xbox, and two people, I, I think, kind of leaning towards the PlayStation. So, um... I mean, if you, bottom line is, if you want to get a console, uh, you know, just be patient and, and try and wait. And good luck. Hopefully, you'll get your hands on one. Yep. Good it'll, luck. It'll take. You won't get it your first try. And it's, I I got extremely lucky when I got mine, and I wouldn't count on getting lucky unless you get to that link first out of anybody in the world. And the odds of that are pretty much zero. Right. So thank you everybody for listening, and uh, and thank you again and. Goodbye. Have a good one.